property and we are live we are live we're recording this we're live. recording yes we're recording this live for us and not for you guys but we're doing it for you but we're doing it for you exactly taking, the, taking <laughs> the time out of our day to talk to each other so you guys can listen listen to the greatness that we speak indisputable um, facts yeah that's why we are the greatest sports minds to ever sit on a couch get damn right and kevin is literally sitting on a couch right now are we not supposed to be sitting on couches i'm just saying you're just literally sitting on one oh okay you can sit on the toilet for all they care they won't oh, that a good time. You, you might <laughs> people might hear a little something something going on though. <laughs> yeah, actually, let's not do that. That's a lot of editing on my end. <laughs> Got to like tone out the background noise and whatnot. Um, no points. It's gonna be like this for a few minutes, and then and I'll be fine. <laughs> oh, the joys of doing this with a friend. <sighs> You know, I feel like you're really gonna do that one day. You're just hey, jump on this call, and I'm gonna be like, "Why is there uh, toilet paper in the background?" It's <laughs> a very good answer for that. Uh, I'm thinking <laughs> shit right now. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it as calm and quiet as possible. Oh, to not defecate in our listeners' ears. episode 12 episode two of the week for you lucky listeners you guys are just spoiled rotten over there you're welcome you're welcome um i mean i mean we can start it off with this uh you know demarius thomas oh man away last night at 33 years old did, did, did they say what i know um no not that i know of it, i guess they it says a medical issue i hope it's not nothing like he took his own life because man some med- I mean, medical issue sounds like some sort of like i hope it's not like uh, or something like that like cte or something where like uh you know how uh sean merriman did it right mm-hmm. sean merriman I think you're thinking of Junior Seau. Yes, Junior Seau, the other crazy guy from the Chargers. Great players, though. Yeah, fantastic player. But, yeah, man, I mean, Demarius Thomas, 33 years old. The dude was, he's, what, three years away from the NFL? Yeah, I think so. You know? I mean, mean, he's still playing age in my opinion mm-hmm. uh, i don't know what happened very very sad to anyone lose their life at such a young age yeah that's yeah, that's crazy it's just yeah i don't know it's yeah they still haven't said anything um they just like, like i said uh medical issues it stems from a medical issue so I feel like if it's CTE, it might go a little uh, under the rug because he was a he was a decently sized receiver 
you know, what, 6'2"-ish, right? He was 6'2"? Yeah. 220, 225, I would say. A little. Um, Are we getting hit that like that, though? Usually I expect it from, like, linebackers and running backs. Yeah, I mean, maybe. A little bit less contact. I think just because he was. I think it's just because he was such a big body. Like, people weren't really like, oh, you know, I can go after him kind of thing, especially across the middle. Mm. You know, linebackers brought a little more thump to their hit. I mean, you got it. He's a big boy. Yeah. And, um,. And uh, other NFL news before we rip the uh, extremely large Band-Aid off my extremely large wound on my heart. Um, remember uh, Josh Bellamy, the wide receiver, played for the Bears and the Jets? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> he got sentenced to prison for three years. <laughs> that must have been funny, but what, for why? Uh, uh, something you wouldn't guess. He, uh... uh Fraud on a COVID nineteen relief loan. So he, he got a COVID check without when he's not supposed to. He asked for a loan, like he like he ran a business type thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a stupid thing to go to prison for. Yeah, because um, I had a buddy. He does he does uh he cuts hair and he applied for that loan because he wasn't cutting, and so um. Yeah, this is one of those loans where it was helping small businesses. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he. What, curiosity, what business was he running, or was it some sort of like shell company? It was, I think it was a shell thing just to get money. Oh my gosh. That's stupid. Um, yeah. Um, he has to pay. million in restitution and 1.25 in forfeiture. So $3 million. To Shen's shop because he still needs his restitution. (laughs) That was a fun hard knock. He he secured a loan for 1.2 million for his company Drip Entertainment LLC. Oh, you couldn't have like named it something boring, so no one would try to follow up on that. Like I don't know. Yeah, dude. Sollers Incorporated or something. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess he's doing that now. That's boring and then just drip entertainment. Mm-hmm. Was it like porn? Uh, I'm assuming. Porn. I'm. I'm. You know. It very well could be porn, but I'm assuming it'd be clothing. Like a fashion, quote-unquote fashion business. It's got drip entertainment. That's a terrible name, but go ahead. I mean, yeah. Okay. It's interesting, yeah. What are you going to do about it? Oh, it's a... Um, Let's see what else? Yeah. What else before the band-aid comes off? Um procrastinate all you want. It's gotta come off, man. Uh it's going to. It's not really procrastinated. I'm just trying to get this stuff out of the 
uh, out there before, uh, you know, I get sidetracked. You know, it's. Uh, did you tell everyone this is part one, a uh, part two? You know, episode one. episode two of the week. Yeah, this is episode two, part one, because the first part is just going to be an hour and a half of this the Steelers. <laughs> oh, fiasco I, see. I see. Yes, yes. I could go on a very nice rant. You know, um, <laughs> it's be a deep soul searching for Steelers. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess after the uh, um, the Steelers rant, we can talk about this little thing that came up. Talking about the worst trades in the past decade. I think we know one of them. But we'll get to that here in a minute. All right. The Band-Aid is coming off. Here it comes. Here it comes. All right. Um, so, you know, as we were talking yesterday, texting back and forth, I uh, was very frustrated. I watched the entire first half of the game. Okay. Um, O-line was the absolute worst I think I've ever seen in my entire football watching life. Like, I've seen some pretty bad O-line play, and that was just... Um, awful. Yeah, that was not something you they wanted to put on tape there. Um, they seemed lost and confused the entire game. Well, and the entire first half at least. Yeah, and um, what else? What else? Uh, receivers looked at a rhythm. Well, I I should not disrespect the rest of the receivers. Claypool looked out of rhythm, and don't know what he was trying to do. Uh, he was trying to do too much that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, he had stats to show that he had a good game, but he played awful. Um, Didn't he get benched? He got benched. He did. Oh, I think it was in, the, in like the third quarter, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, Joe Schobert and Devin Bush are probably the worst two inside linebackers to step foot on the field together. Um, <laughs> well, dumb and dumber duo. Uh, uh, our DC needs to go. Um, who the fuck runs man and leaves, you know, Cam Sutton's a good corner, but he's not a really good corner to keep up with Justin Jefferson, who is probably one of the me- one of the more pure route runners. Oh yeah, in the NFL. And he's, he's in what his second his second year? Yeah, his second year, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's already considered a top 5 uh, okay, top 10 route runner in the NFL with speed and hands. But thank goodness Kirk Cousins was throwing the ball cuz that guy should he should have had six touchdowns that game. There was so many where he was just wide open not Anyone around him for like 15 yards, and Kirk yeah. Cousins just friggin' sails the ball. I'm like, holy cow! Yeah, and then you got uh Dalvin Cook, who was questionable, who had 205 yards off of 27 carries and two touchdowns. It just, it it was just awful. Like, it just defensively, no one wanted to play. Offensively, everybody was just doing their own shit. At one point, I seen Ben start cussing at Tomlin. Yeah, 
when he came off. The, it was after like the second drive. It wasn't even like right before halftime. It was like right after the second drive. Yeah, you know? it, it was. It was bad. Um, our punter was awful too. I mean he he had a lack. He's had a lackluster season. He's had a couple games where he can where he can where he can place it. But holy shit, dude, we were just bad everywhere. You know, I'm surprised we didn't give up a special teams touchdown. Hey, um, it always could get worse. It, damn right it could. Um, obviously, tail of two halves. First half was abysmal offensively and defensively. Second half was just abysmal defensively. I mean, yeah, they only gave up 13 points in the second half, but they gave up 36 points in total, and they couldn't tackle a fucking elephant. Nah. You know, not even an elephant. They couldn't tackle a fucking sloth just crawling across the turf. I don't even say elephant. Just a sloth. Yeah, elephants might actually be t- tough to tackle. Yeah. I haven't done the research yeah. on it, but... I think Dalvin Cook was that elephant. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it about, just... Hey, he might it, not play, and all of a sudden, surprise, he's going to drop yeah, 200 on the team. <laughs> and I was, I was talking to my buddy, bef- you know, before I left work yes- yesterday, and I was like... Oh, uh, you know, I think Dalvin Cook might play a couple series and then he's going to get a hit and then his shoulder is going to go out or something and he's going to sit out the rest of the game. And clearly I was wrong because Pittsburgh didn't touch him until he was about 15 yards down the field. And at that point, yeah. they were just grabbing the jersey. Yeah, they started slowing him down after 150 yards, if that makes you feel better. Yeah, in the first half. Yeah, it was because they went to halftime. That's why. Because <laughs> the game stopped out from hurting Steelers anymore. You know, thank goodness for halftime. Um, but I, you know, I wouldn't have put it past Ben if he pulled a uh, what's his name that retired at halftime. Um, oh, I can't even think of it. Uh, I mean, on the Bills or the Jets. He was on the. It was either the Bills or the Colts. Colts. It might be the Colts. I uh, think about it. But I think it, it was against the Bills. Either it was the Bills or against the Bills. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, Vontae Davis. Vontae Davis. Yes. I knew it started with a V. Um, but yes, I wouldn't have put it past Ben if he retired at halftime. It was with the Bills. Um, Bills, okay. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have put up past him if he pulled Devontae Davis and just retired at halftime. Um, it was – and, you know, there was a thing where a lot of fans were pissed because the O-linemen earlier in the year weren't picking up Ben after – especially after they were the ones who allowed the sack to happen. I mean, you're an O-lineman. You kind of you kind of know what it's like to be like, oh, I fucked up. Like, here, let me help you up kind of thing. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's, it's Lyman etiquette. <laughs> yeah. Like it, you don't just leave the guy on the ground after you fucked up. Like, Oh, like I gotta at least show him like I care, you know, <laughs> shoot. You're back there facing him anyway. Might as well go help him. <laughs> you know? And I was talking, I was talking to a buddy at work today and I was like, dude, I was like, Kendrick green is awful. And he's like, well, he's a third round pick. I was like, no, it, you got drafted in the NFL for a fucking reason. I don't give a shit if you went in the seventh round. Yeah. You're expected less, but I mean, come on, you got drafted in the NFL for a reason because you can play. And they thought you were the better center than the other guys that didn't get drafted. 
And so my thing is, is Kendrick Green played atrocious, mentally atrocious. There was a time where um, it was, I think, right after the Harrison Smith sack, um, uh, Micah uh, Kendricks blitzed through the left side B gap. They were in shotgun. Najee was on Ben's right side. And they had two guys threatening. They they had three down. Uh, Minnesota had three down linemen over the nose or over the center. They had the nose and then the ends outside the tackle. And then they had three backers show blitz, two on the left side of Ben and then one on the right side. So in that situation, I know you played guard, but your biggest threat with the least amount of help is to your left, correct? Mm-hmm. So you would slide left. You you would right? think so, though. And then you would have Najee one-on-one with the blitzing backer on the right side, who didn't end up blitzing. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you had the left guard, right guard, and the center blocking the nose while two guys came free and just lit up Ben. Yeah. Yeah, offensive line was – I mean, I, I credit, I guess – to Minnesota for coming up with some uh, pretty interesting uh, defensive setups for their blitz. Um, was, it, was it really interesting? I mean, Harrison Smith was standing on the edge like, hey, Ben, I'm coming after you. That's what I said, I guess. But, I mean, <laughs> you know. It falls back to fundamentals. You got to protect the inside gap or at least where the most pressure looks like it's coming from. I get yeah. uh, green – Green and uh, Ben have got to be on the same page. You know, well, I don't know how do you, Pittsburgh sets up their offensive line. If the center's in charge of which way the protection's going to slide, but uh, definitely the know, quarterback should have some sort of say. Like, hey, I don't want that guy hitting me, guys. So yeah, let's let's, let's block that guy. And I think at the at that NFL level though is where the center is the one who dictates the pass set, unless otherwise told. And at that point. You know, I think Ben was like, all right, we're in week, you know, and I even said this to my buddy. I was like, we're in week 13 of the NFL season. And he still, or 14, because there was a bye week for a lot of teams. And he still can't figure out a simple blocking scheme to pick up blitzes that are right there in front of his face. And he's like, well, what if they didn't blitz? Okay, then you just slid left and now you, there's nothing wrong with that. Because now you got six on three. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, dude, I don't know. I was just, I was just annoyed. Uh, I was tired of watching Devin Bush. I was tired of watching Schobert. Holy shit! None of the um, linebackers can cover. Um, cover any, sp- any dude, running back. It was, the backup, they can't cover him. There was, um, there was a play. It was, I think, on Minnesota's first scoring drive, where they, uh, they scored, I believe. Mm-hmm. A touchdown in the first quarter. Um, Highsmith got back there, but he was tackled, and the refs didn't throw a holding. Like he literally got yanked to the ground. Yeah, these things happen. And, and, and like the ref was just like, I didn't see it. I was watching you getting hold held, and it's like, what? Yeah, you know. <laughs> and so I've had that actually happen to me in a game. I'm like, ref, he's fucking holding. He's like, oh, I didn't see it. And I was like, what were you watching then? He's like, oh, I was watching uh, 76. I was like, that's the guy that was holding me. 
you know and i was just he's just like oh well uh, uh i thought you had the ball for a minute <laughs> right? i got you I thought, next time kid so second half i don't know you know i, I don't know what kind of halftime adjustments happened i think uh ben told you know matt canada to fuck off because ben had 308 yards with three touchdowns and an interception. The interception, um, if I remember it correctly, was it was just a good play by the corner in the first half. Uh, he just like, I mean, Deontay could have had a little better effort to catch it, but mm-hmm. that the corner just he just jumped that slant route and and got it. Yeah. You know, I mean, Najee, or not Najee, Deontay Johnson was in position to, you know, catch the ball, but it just, I don't know. They didn't go up and get get after it. Yeah. And then, you know, fucking James Washington, man, he had a jump ball touchdown, you know, and I tried getting into it with this, uh, this, this person on Instagram because they were saying like, oh, you know, Claypool, he should be uh, um, he should have been the, the jump ball target instead of James Washington And when we played Baltimore. It was like in the fourth quarter. And I was like, oh yeah, because six foot four Chase Claypool has been a real menace at the jump ball all season long. You know, all the like really good catches he's had are him like falling down. Always, I I don't get it. Like the corner, the the five ten corners above him. Yeah, I don't get it. He's underneath catching the ball. It's great catches. It's just like this man really six four. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, I mean, on on Friday. Man, you know, I watched that that touchdown that or that almost touchdown that happened in the red zone. Uh, Firemuth, it's right there, but he just got a veteran. One, the last one? Yeah, the last one. Dude, that and was then, a perfect ball by Ben. And then you just got you just got a veteran and Harrison Smith just making a play. Like I, I was even the telling the same guy who was like trying to blame Ben in a bit for the for the blocking, and I, um, I was telling him I was like, dude, Harrison Smith's a dude. He's like, yeah, but he's old. I was like, it's still Harrison Smith. You still, <laughs> yeah. you still gotta watch out for him. Like you just can't, you know. Uh, yeah, but um, I just oh, I feel bad I feel bad for Ben. I think he's like thirty two. It's not terrible old. It's NFL old. On the second half of his career, sure. Which is unfortunate. He's a good player. um, What you call it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, there was fight, but I think it was all on Ben's shoulders at that point. Ben and Cam Hayward and, you know, Minka. Because TJ Watt and Highsmith both went down in the game and didn't come back. Uh, those are big, uh, big losses to have <laughs> during yes. the game, especially yes, when you're especially. down. Yes, the whole game. You know, so. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I you know any I, I you know I know I bashed Ben a little bit in the earlier of the year, um, but. Sure, gonna miss that fucking guy. Yeah, 
Come um, on, man. What? I mean, two Super Bowl titles, right? Two, three, three appearances, two titles. Should have had three titles, but you know, our defense was old in that that Green Bay Super Bowl. It's the rise of Rodgers. Yeah, but um, what you call it? But yeah, man. I mean, okay. First I gotta of, ask, what do you think about Claypool? I yeah, trade, uh, his, trade his ass. Get him out of here. That last uh, that last drive, he wants to celebrate. Yeah, get Better him out. Being focused. Yeah, get him out. He he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve to wear wear that helmet. Get him get him the hell out, man. It sucks because it's the what the past. So, I mean, since AB, I don't know who was the starting receiver before AB, right? Like Mike Wallace and uh, what's his face? No, Mike Wallace was there with AB. Who was before AB? Um, who was the guy like, before AB? It'd be like Heinz Ward. That was the last guy, and then AB kind of slowly yeah. started to take that role. Yeah, before AB, it was because AB was drafted in. We've never had like what's we've never had like a super dominant wide receiver. Oh, well, prior to Antonio Brown. Oh, I thought that was you that was saying what your dog. Oh, I think your dog yeah. Your dog your dog didn't like what I just said. No, there's somebody there's a special guest on today's podcast. Oh, jingles the jingle skis. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing a thing. You're, you're... 2010. We're, so... we're going to have to edit this out. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We'll leave it in there. If you want to start snoring, there's still plenty of episode left. <laughs> he said bark, bark. And then I think there was a wolf in there. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? We're not. We're doing that. We're doing that segment right now. I don't need the outside uh, <laughs> negativity. <laughs> you know, somebody's upset with uh, Deontay Johnson's performance as well. Just so I'm bring that up to you. Uh, sounds like it sounds like you need to join a PPR league because he would have had like 15 points. He had like seven catches. He's blaming your league and how the rules are set up. So it's not yeah. really Deontay Johnson's fault. <laughs> no. He had a good game. 80 yards. 80 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm getting side-eye right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was what Heinz Ward, Antoine Randall, Mike Wallace, Antoine, and then then Emmanuel Sanders, and AB was drafted in 2010. 
Yeah, I think AB was kind of the start of that toxic receiver cult. Oh, Santonio Holmes. Santonio. Oh, no, he was good. He was good. He was he decided to go to the Jets. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got to get paid, but. But I think the best one as of late was Antonio Brown. As since Antonio Brown. Oh, none. That's the toxic receiver culture that started in Pittsburgh. Well, that and like these receivers that we have are so young. The oldest receiver we have is Deontay Johnson, and he's only 26. Yeah. And there's no like real veteran leadership in that group. No. And so and now that's they're running what, wild doing like TikToks and yeah, celebrating and when you need out. to get the ball set. And that's why I would have been blaming okay everyone like, else with like you know bringing in a veteran. Like I think I think Larry was released right by the Cardinals. No, was he? This is news to me. Re- releasing Larry Fitzgerald—that's just one of those guys you just can't release. If he continually wants to play, I mean, you just got to. Oh, I think he he's just kind of sitting out. He wants to play, but I think just because his body won't really let him. So he's kind of waiting for playoffs to. Um, I mean, he is 38. So he's like officially unofficially retired but he might come back, come playoffs. <laughs> wow. That is a veteran move. But see, like, that's the thing is like, I would have been okay with bringing in like a veteran at the time, you know, like Larry, if he would have been willing to come in on a, um, you know, and then the first thing I look up, uh, Steelers chase Claypool could learn a lot from Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't know how much production Larry Fitzgerald at thirty eight can can still offer a team. No, but it's just veteran having a veteran in the room. Shoot, bring back Heinz Ward. Uh yeah. I think he's a receivers coach somewhere. He needs to be assistant or receivers coach at for Pittsburgh. The Jets. He's with the, the Jets. Oh, they need to pay him a lot more money to come come to Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's been there since 19. And that's, then, a, that's, that's a trade that needs to happen. Honestly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> now, now, as of uh, this year, oh, actually just a month ago, he's with uh, Florida Atlantic now. FAU? Yeah, as a wide receivers coach. Good for yeah. him. Or bring back some a little bit more discipline and culture to that uh, Steelers receivers group. Yeah. Oh fuck me, dude! I just. Um, I think you asked me this. We mentioned the uh, the rebuild. You know, I'm okay with a rebuild. You know, in a sense, but I don't think we need to get rid of the. Uh, the GM. You know what I'm okay, saying? Because I mean, Colbert has done some, I mean, he brought Minka Fitzpatrick in. And at the time, he traded up to 10th for Devin Bush. And Devin Bush's rookie year was phenomenal. 
<laughs> that was a good move. You know, obviously at the crazy. time. But he's not afraid to to make those moves as of late, you know. And obviously we need to do a little better with the uh the O line and I think be a little more aggressive in free agency when it comes to certain O linemen, either free agents or on the trade block. Secondary um, and linemen. That's what and corners. We need we need to be like smarter with the uh, with the corners. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't want Colbert to go because I think if Colbert goes, then we're for sure like fucked. Like I'm fine with you know Tomlin getting released, getting rid of uh our DC, getting rid of Met Canada. Um, I mean, should Tomlin get fired? No, but the culture is taking a huge hit. And he d- culture, it doesn't seem like he's really checking it. No. I feel like he feels like, I don't know, maybe the team captain should take a charge. It, he thinks but, like it should be like up to like Ben and, and Cam Hayward and Minka to take care of it. And Minka, Minka just got there. Cam, okay, well, you can see that, but Cam's one dude. Yeah. Ben's already like a foot out the door. Like, like it's kind of hard to take someone seriously. Like, uh, okay, yeah, whatever. You're gonna be gone in like a year, or so relax. I'm Play watching the highlights of watching... this team. No, yeah, I'm watching the highlights of the game, and I, mean, I just seen uh, Claypool's falling deep ball. That was a good catch, dude. Go you up and get it. All he's got to do is just go up and get it. Nah, he, he prefers falling. So give the um, five seven corner a chance. But yeah, I think uh, I think Claypool's got to go. I think unless you know you're like, hey, we're gonna give you one more year, and if you're not doing it, then you're out, kind of thing. But um, he, something needs to change with him mentally. Yeah, I mean he's young. Just, yeah, no, he's a little bit more focused. Yeah, no, he's definitely young, and I have no issue with the age. It's just the dude's got to—he's got to find that competitive click in his head. You know, like Deontay Johnson. I'm watching it right now. He literally ran across the field to get out of bounds. He avoided a tackle so he can get out of bounds. Yeah, he <laughs> did the smart thing to do. You know, I think Claypool right there would have uh, tried to keep going and get yards on a second and three in the first quarter to try and get a first down. Uh, you know, try to make you know, somebody miss and get the extra yards when really the smart play is just to run out. But see, yeah, well, right there in that second and three, like that was a fumble. That should have been a fumble. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm per- from what I remember, they gave it to Pittsburgh. They reversed it and didn't say it was a fumble. Right. Um, but, yeah. Rebuild. I don't think a rebuild's going to happen. I think it's going to be a retool, but we don't know how to retool properly. No. So Pittsburgh oh. continually puts up, or I mean, the past few years, they've put together a, a good, a decent team. With giant gaping holes in it. 
Yep. So they're gonna get they're gonna get their wins, but they're not going to be fan. They're not gonna be Super Bowl bound. Like the year Ben got hurt with his elbow, I think was probably I wouldn't say the best team, but it was the most healthy team that year. And I think with a healthy Ben, it would have been a nice Pittsburgh team to watch play in the playoffs. Playoff Pittsburgh is a dangerous place to play. Well, shit, even playing wild card Pittsburgh, they won, their last two Super Bowls were won because they were in the wild card. Playoff Pittsburgh, man. <laughs> um, All right, I think the Band-Aid's off. There's a nice... uh, Good chunk of it at Steeler Talk. Yeah. Good almost half hour of it. Jeez. You needed a vent, and I was going to let you go. I did. I did. Um, That's a little less depressing for you. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's let's go into this uh, NFL trades. Worst NFL trades of the past decade. So, obviously, we know one of them. We do. Best in the nation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Isn't he out for the um, rest of the season? Yes. That guy. He uh, gave up first and third rounders in the 21 draft, a first round selection in 22, and a safety, Bradley McDougal, who was actually playing well that year. And they gave up a fourth in 2022. While the Jets just gave up an outside linebacker. <laughs> a listed safety. <laughs> who's not even, who can't even catch. He's, he's like, got a cup. He's, he Cam- is one or maybe two ahead of uh, Cam Hayward in interceptions right now. I think yes. he's, he's one because Cam Hayward tied him this year, I think. And then he got one. Okay. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, the Adams trade definitely awful. Yeah. What else? Um, this one I don't agree with. Oh, it's the it's uh Deon DeAndre Hopkins. I think it's more on Houston getting rid of DeAndre. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, what did the what did Houston get for him? Uh, second round pick and David Johnson. Yeah, that's uh, still. Oh, they got market. they got David Johnson, second round pick in twenty twenty, and a fourth in last year's this past draft, and Houston gave a fourth in twenty twenty two. They couldn't even get a first, multiple firsts for probably, arguably, number top two receiver in the game at the moment when he was traded. Yeah, I mean, even now, still, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's always been like, but uh, uh, two years. DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams kind of edged out in front of him. Yeah, but. uh what is Julio Jones? Who is the third one I'm thinking of? Was it Julio Jones? It was those three over like past few that, years. Yeah, Julio kind of dipped since he uh, got uh, got hurt and went to 
Tennessee. Yeah, shouldn't have gone to Tennessee. Well, I mean, it's no better than being at the Falcons. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, you could include, like, Thielen and Cooper Cup this year, you know, but I don't think they're on the level of Mr. Hopkins and Devonta Adams. Man, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is having that kind of year, though. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that, but. Mohamed Sanu going to the Patriots. You know, Patriots aren't just, they just have to draft receivers, honestly. Trading for receivers really hasn't worked out for them. Other than Randy Moss. Yeah, well, that's Randy Moss. I mean, you know. But, um, and then the next one, OBJ. I don't know. He hasn't had, I don't think he's had a thousand yard year since he's been to. Oh, his first season he did, but he only had four touchdowns. Four touchdowns? Jeez. OBJ to, from the Giants to the Browns? Yeah. He had uh, 74 catches, a thousand yards, and four touchdowns in his first season with the Browns. But he only had four touchdowns. I thought he had more. In 29 games with Cleveland, Beckham has caught 114 passes, 1,500 yards, and seven touchdowns. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, any other trades? Oh, this one. This is a good one. The Chicago Bears trade up for Mitchell. I like boobies, Trubisky. <laughs> Who doesn't like boobies, though? <laughs> hey, he is a Nickelodeon Slime Award winner, MVP, I guess. I don't know. He just looks special. Why would you trade up for him? Ain't nobody At, nobody was gonna pick him that high. You could have the twentieth. Oh yeah. Um, uh, third overall pick in twenty seventeen. So what was the twenty seventeen NFL draft? I don't think it was a very good one. Mm-hmm. I mean they could have the the Bears could have got like McCaffrey. They could have got Patrick Mahomes. They could have got Marshawn Lattimore. They could have got Deshaun Watson. They could have got Marlon Humphrey. It would have been better than freaking Mitchell Trubisky. The only person they couldn't have got was Miles Garrett. Why would you trade up? <laughs> or Leonard Fournette? They could have got Leonard Fournette, who went two picks later. Leonard Fournette in a Bears uniform. I'm just saying, you know, That's a strange, strange sight. They could have got TJ Watt. Why would you draft up for him? Yeah, would you? I mean, 
I mean, at the time, I think the best quarterback was Deshaun Watson. No one really knew about Mahomes and what he could do. But Kansas yeah, City was well. like, Kansas City's like, we're just going to sit here and wait for him. But I mean, you could have went Kershaw McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette. I mean, shit. I think Jamal Adams would have done well in Chicago with the kind of defense they play there. Mm-hmm. You know, so Jamal Adams could have, you know, been a Chicago guy. That's still a head scratcher, man. Yeah, dude. I fucking, you know, it's almost. It's not as bad as Daniel Jones. Or no, no, it's almost. Almost as bad. Almost as bad as Daniel Jones. Just because. It's like, eh, he probably would have been available in the second round. Yeah. So, but, I mean, Kenosi likes him, or I don't know who made that call and who, what business meetings were held when, with the scouts and said, like, this guy is fantastic. Let's draft him. Let's let's trade up to get him. Yeah. Bisky business, man. It's a bisky business. Bisky business. Jeez, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, was that the last next... terrible trade of the decade? No, uh, the Rams trade up for Jared Goff. That wasn't terrible. When was he picked? It was the same year as Carson Wentz, right? They went one and two. Yeah, what was that like? Sixteen. I think so. The, yeah, 16. Yeah, those were... I would have taken Carson Wentz over Goff anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously neither at the moment are uh, very good. I mean, Carson Wentz is still a little bit better, I'd say. He's definitely uh, revitalizing out in uh, Indy. He's slowly thawing out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, dude, I, I don't want to look at that draft class. I just seen Pittsburgh's pick, and I remember that one. Holy! <laughs> Who did Pittsburgh pick? Artie Burns. Hey, um, Artie Burns. Come on, Shady Shady McCoy to Buffalo. Say, I think it's a uh, Philly could have Philly did it. Yeah, it was um, Chip, the Chip Kelly era of Philly. Oh, that was yeah. a short lived era, right? Um, what is right now? Who got what? <clears throat> who got what? Who got what? Who got what? Um. See. Oh, it was just a straight up trade McCoy for Kiko Alonso. I mean, Kiko was okay. He just tore his ACL the year prior. They missed the whole season. Yeah, you could have got more for Shady. <laughs> Yeah, LaShawn McCoy had three straight pull campaigns for Buffalo. I, 
These these trades are just they yeah. are bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, the Colts, the Colts for Trent Richardson. Jeez, man! Oh, that kid! Holy cow! Yeah, I'm surprised anyone would trade for him. Trent Richardson, what is he up to these days? Nothing. Nothing. He is an American football running back for the Caidillos de Chihuahua of Football Americano de Mexico. Yep. All right, go. Remember, um, remember EJ? Uh huh. He played in Mexico for fo- uh, football. Oh, I thought he was in Europe. Uh uh-uh, uh, Mexico. Mm. You boys like Mexico? <laughs> okay, what's next? You hear me? I can't hear you. No. I can read your lips. Just hold up signs and we'll keep going with this episode. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me should I just exit out? No. No, nothing. <clears throat> I, I, I still can't hear you. Oh, yeah, you dirty slut. Stick that tongue out of here. <laughs> <clears throat> Fuck you. Well, with this technical difficulty involved, let me just tell you how great Devonta Adams is. Possibly. <laughs> snacker. All right. Well, apologize for that. Um, we spent an hour talking about pain. Um, let's quickly talk about basketball. Lakers are Um, terrible. Lakers are terrible. Uh, Kyle Kuzma was fined for $15,000 for flipping off a fan during a game. Yeah, that's dumb. (laughs) I think that's what the fans want. Right. Player to fan interaction. If you say right. something to cause a player to flip you off, you're doing something good as a fan. <laughs> you know, I don't think they remember exactly uh, the malice in the palace. No, 
No, no. they do not. That's no. fan interaction. That's, That's something fair. you tell your great great grandchildren. You know, I'm part of uh, basketball. Fan interaction at its finest. I'm probably uh, in for that. What else? Uh, Chauncey Billups is being criticized on the way he uh, coaches the Blazers. Trailblazers have been having issues for a while, so they um, haven't been able to get over that hump. Yeah, I mean, he's 11 and 15 right now. It's his first year coaching. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, people are saying. I guess he doesn't talk to the team post game. Uh, like, you know, he doesn't go over. Like, I mean, what's there to talk about after a game, really? Hey, yeah, guys. Who uh, wanted to talk to the coach after the game? You know, whether it's win or lose. Hey, guys, good job. We won. Or, hey, guys, uh, we fucking suck. Let's fix, fix this. It should be very short, very brief, either way. You know, hey, good, good win, gents. Uh, let's keep it rolling. All right, right. Gents, let's get out of here. Or we got some things to fix, so we're gonna f- figure it out as we go. All right, get dressed and get out of here. Right. Um. Let's see. Anything else? Uh. La 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 la. No, nothing too crazy that I can think of. Trade trade Dame Lillard. Yes. For the 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 career of Dame Lillard to survive. It's for his Please. own good. Yes. Please let that man win a ring. You know what I've heard, and this is just through my sources. I'm okay. very good with uh, with a lot of people in the league. Uh, okay. Dame Lillard is coming to the Knicks. That's a fact, Jack. Okay. He is going oh. to the New York Knicks, and he's going to probably not make the playoffs with them instead of, you know, being pretty good in the West. <laughs> You sound like a, you sound like someone. Every New York media outlet says the Knicks are going to be this great dynasty again. If they yeah. were ever a dynasty to begin with. But you sound like this one guy that just spews nonsense and he gets paid to do it. What's his name? What I'm trying to do. What's his name? Skip. The Skip. Skip Bayless. Skip doesn't talk like that for the New York. About the New York. Is it is it Steven? No, it's not Stephen A. Smith. No. I forget who it is. Somebody. A lot of people think the Knicks are gonna get a lot of trades. Or a lot of people to come. But nobody They think the Knicks are good. Or gonna be good. I mean, they've been saying that for a decade now. Um, they were going to get Zion, and they were going to get KD, and they were going to run. Did you see a picture of Zion recently? I don't know what's real. 
Because oh, I've seen another God. picture. And it looks like he's about the same as he was last year. But then I mean, there's reports saying he's 330. Well, he was a big man before. Yeah, I mean, 330, though? That's offensive line big, even at 6'7". That's more like D-tackle big. Because 330 is big for an O-lineman. Exactly. Um, And he does – I mean, he, he looks pretty big, maybe 290. I wouldn't go 300. He pushing over 300. Maybe after the, the lasagna he had for dinner, but you know. Which which one? <laughs> D- uh, early dinner. His five o'clock dinner. The first dinner? <laughs> the first dinner. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think, yeah, he definitely needs to figure it out. Yeah, get that weight under control. I think he needs to drop it. He could be. But like two, two fifty, two sixty might be a good way for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. LeBron and him are the same height, right? Who? LeBron. Yeah, I think LeBron he's like six seven, six eight. Okay. Yeah, he needs to be about LeBron's weightish. He just needs to lose weight. Um, the bittersweet moment we have come to in football, college football has almost come to an end. Regular season, it's so it's just beginning. Championship weekend, yeah, but we bowl don't care. Season, baby. We don't really care about a lot of these bowl games. It, and no, that's the best. That's the Christmas gift. It's when <laughs> these random shit bowls are on, are on, and it's just like. Why, who wants to see this? Oh, it's it's a football game and it's on, so might as well start watching. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Utah beating the crap out of Oregon again. Well, I mean, at least it wasn't like if Oregon wins, they're back in the four because that's that's kind of what. The Pac-12 is all about is, is ruining people's opportunity to be great. Well, Nobody's great in the Pac-12. Right we're just okay. <laughs> and then that, that Baylor-Oklahoma State game, man. Whew. That, was that was a good one. Why does the teams I pick late in the season always disappoint me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I So I don't know if you watched the, the last – attempted touchdown run that OK State had to win the game. The um, running back, all he had to do at that point, he was kind of beating that DB to the edge. All he had to do was give a little little stiff arm to the DB so he could score, but he decided to try and dive five yards away from the end zone. (sighs) Man, that was... Talk about as a literal embodiment of the game of inches. Yeah, 100%. That's heartbreaking. That's heartbreak right there. In a championship game to go to pretty much national championships mm-hmm. is decided by, a, a, what, less than a foot? It was like, yeah, about a half a yard or something like that. If that. Oh. Man, great. What a game. Congrats to Baylor. Uh, 
Now I just wish the playoffs were extended so we could see some of these teams in there. Right. right. But unfortunately, Cincy has to go in. Cincy. Cincy. We get to watch them lose in the first round. Who are they playing? Uh, you know, the greatest team that has ever walked the college football turf. Alabama. <laughs> they got to play Alabama. Oh, that clapping is going to be real. Yeah, the clapping. Um, who? I mean, I think I think we all knew this was actually going to happen between Georgia and Alabama. Um, Georgia just rolled over and just absolutely got spanked by Bama. It wasn't even a game, like whatsoever. It you know just an absolute embarrassment. Yeah, I don't know what. Team they thought they were going to play, but they, they did not have an easy time with Bama. Especially, I'm surprised to see Georgia's defense, the heralded Georgia defense, give up so many points in a single game. I think they yeah. gave up a season total in one game. More than the season total, I think. Yeah, it was uh, crazy. Bryce Young. Bryce Young might win the Heisman. Oh, yeah. After that performance? Sheesh. It's kind of hard not to give it to the kid after that. And then Georgia's got to play Michigan in the first round. I think Michigan has a good chance of beating Georgia. Puppy. Sorry. It's all right. Yeah. Whoa. Michigan. It's going to be a good one. Michigan's defense is pretty good. Yeah, they're coming alive in the good. second, especially with uh, Mister Ninety Seven himself, Aiden Hutchinson. That dude's a beast. I'm excited. They to say see he him. might go number one overall now, over that kid from Oregon. Let's hear from Oregon. Kayvon Thibodeau. 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 <laughs> we both went the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the the talk of the weekend was uh Pittsburgh beating Wake Forest and the the fake slide for a touchdown. Oh yeah, which is which, a rule a, now. which immediately became illegal. Immediately, yeah, just, just like we're trying to protect quarterbacks here, and you go ahead and do some that. Well, it was pretty dope, but it was it really a fake slide though. It looked more like a a drag step. <laughs> now you gotta argue with is it a drag step or is it a fake like, slide? Like, you know, like it was uh he was attempting a uh to run a route like those receivers do when you see all that turf get kicked up because they're dragging their feet. Mm-hmm. Um oh also Kenny Pickett broke uh, Dan Marino's most passing touchdowns in pit history. Is Kenny Pickett better than Dan Marino? If he wins the Super Bowl, then yes. Oh. <laughs> Dan, I'm sorry about that. I didn't, I didn't say that. He did, honestly. I think you're great. 
Oh boy. Um did uh what's his face? Dan Marino actually play for all four years? Did Dan Marino play all four years? Um I don't think so. I think he was like a three year guy, two year guy. Dan I typed in Dan Marino's. Dan Marino's? Yeah. Like it was a restaurant or something. I would go to that restaurant. That sounds like good good food right there. Oh, he did play four years. Oh, okay. So Kenny Pickett and he started every game. All Kenny Pickett needs to do is win a Super Bowl, and he's better than Dan Marino. I, you know, I think um, Kenny Pickett might have a better pit career than Dan Marino because uh, Dan Marino threw sixty-nine interceptions. It's a great number to throw, though. It's a great number to throw, but only seventy-nine touchdowns. Holy shit! And this, hey, this guy came. Uh, his junior year was his best year because he had thirty-seven touchdowns, but twenty-three interceptions. God, how do you throw twenty-three interceptions? And then his senior year, he had seventeen touchdowns with twenty-three interceptions, and he was still drafted what number one overall? Oh, twenty-seventh. How? Yeah, I don't know. He must have had a hell of a combine or something. In the first round. Jeez. Let's look at Kenny Pickett stats. I can type in Kenny Pickett college stats like he's in the NFL for six years. Um, Kenny Pickett played... He started... I would say three years, 19, 20, and 21. Um, he went 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions this year. This year, 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah. He had 13 touchdowns, nine interceptions during the COVID season. Uh, 13 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and 19. Um. 12 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, and 18. These are rookie numbers. Dan yeah. Marino was throwing 37 touchdowns a game. <laughs> and then... How was it that high? 20, and then 2021, I don't know what it was, but he had 4,300 passing yards, averaged 8.7 yards, an attempt with 42 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Okay. So how, how well do we think uh, Kenny Pickett's going to do in the pros? I don't know. I think I think it depends on where he goes. If he goes to uh, what Cleveland or Detroit, he might as well retire. Uh, anybody going to Cleveland or Detroit should just you know, like I think, like I said before, it needs to pull a uh, Eli Manning and be like, "I'm not going there." No. Man, yeah, it's, it's, you're going to play your. Uh, your road to glory on hard there. If you go to the Detroit or Cleveland, man, that is speaking not not a great organization. Sidetrack. sidetrack. Speaking of a uh, road to glory, you see, uh, um, NCAA might be out not next year, but the following year. Twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. 
yeah, absolutely. I hope the creators of Madden don't freaking touch it or try to get their Madden juices all over it. Well, from what I've heard, they've moved um, a lot of Madden devs into the making of NCAA. Okay. But they've hired a lot of NCAA 14 developers to come back. Please, please be mainly NCAA 14. Yeah. Because yeah. Madden is just so bad. Yeah. Yeah, and Madden was supposed to have, for their franchise mode, two big updates after this cur- this recruiting one that they just had. Mm-hmm. And they canceled those two updates to work on NCAA 14. So you know they're going to fuck it up if they're putting this much manpower into it. <laughs> I, re- I haven't played Madden in five years, something like that. I play the new one. It's okay. I play when I get bored of like other stuff. They, uh, every time I try, I want it. It looks like I want to like try to get back in it. And then they, I see something, and they add it, and I was just like. Mm. No, I'm okay. Yeah, I don't play online. Either. I play franchise only. Yeah, especially all the Instagram videos of these. Oh, you, all you have to do is run this play, and it's a guaranteed touchdown every time. It's just yeah, you can just celebrate, and you get a speed boost. That's a big freaking. That's that's yeah. a big problem for a game. If you if people are celebrating so they can run faster. Yep. Yeah, I. I watch a lot of Madden YouTubers and you know, all they do is run those deep posts and just bomb it up there with their Patrick Mahomes with 98 throw power and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, it just, it's Madden. But, um, I think we're good right now. I mean, we got some time until the playoffs. We got lots of bowl games to watch. Bowl games! Bowl uh, season, baby! Yeah, man. Rose Bowl, Utah, Ohio State. Kind of want to go to that. I'd be. I don't know. I don't know if Utah State's or Utah. Is national level good? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm iffy about them. I haven't seen them up there. They they worry me. Let's see. Oh wow. Oh wow. Just kidding. We're not going. How much are the tickets? <laughs> uh, cheapest I've seen is like two fifty. Fuck that. And that's like up there. That's such a big stadium. Like really, two fifty. And if you want to sit close to like the sideline, if you're like want to sit directly behind like the Ohio State bench, it's twelve hundred dollars. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that no. <laughs> or if or you want to sit the, Boha- the Bahama yeah. Bowl uh, with Middle Tennessee and Toledo. Bahamas. Mm. I think you can spend spend that much money on game tickets to the Rose Bowl and just go to the Bahamas and actually watch a game. 
Oh, there's a game. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I mentioned the game earlier. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't there a, a bowl in San Diego? I don't know. There's a cure bowl with uh, Northern Illinois and uh, coastal, coastal Carolina. The Chanticleers. The Chanticleers. The Banyard. The Banyard. Oh, isn't it the the Holiday Bowl? What? For what? Oh, is that Petco? Yeah, the Holiday Bowl. Uh, UCLA versus NC State. That's in uh, San Diego. It's at Petco Park. Oh, where, where the uh, the Padres play? They're doing yeah. the, the whole... Uh... Yeah, they're doing the conversion there. Football be, and a baseball. That'd be interesting to watch. I mean, just to go watch a college football game. It's probably cheap. Yeah, it can't be too crazy, right? Let's let's look it up while we're on here. Seat Geek, for all your ticket needs. Don't have a code, so, you know, sorry, can't get you like $10 off. We can go to the Boca Raton Bowl. Boca Raton. It's in Florida. Down. Hilltoppers versus uh, Appalachian State. Fuck it. Let's go. Western Kentucky or the New Mexico Bowl. I'm just reading off bowls. You don't have to pick them. Um, UTEP versus Fresno. UA, uh, the Independence Bowl with UAB and BYU. Lending Tree Bowl. Dude, we can sit behind the UCLA bench for like two hundred dollars. I mean, it's in San Diego too. <laughs> row three, row three is uh, two fifteen a ticket. <laughs> row five is two oh six a ticket. What's like a few rows back? What's still at like the fifty yard line? Um, one ninety seven row three, which is literally like right behind UCLA bench at the fifty yard line. Or we can go to Utah State versus Oregon State at the LA Bowl. What? Where's that stadium at? SoFi that Stadium. Oh, that's gonna be expensive. It's SoFi. Come on. Yeah, but nobody's going to buy it. Come it's on. Utah State and Oregon State. There's going to be a lot of games. The LA Bowl, I think. I'm looking on Google. It just says Bowls. I click on it. It says LA Bowl. No, that's not it. Let me see. What did you say it was? The LA Bowl. No, who are the teams? Oregon State versus Utah State. Uh, uh, I don't see them. Saturday, December 18th. There they are. Yeah, it just says bowls for me, too. No, but click on it? Yeah, I did. And it then it scroll down a bit? And then it says SoFi. Yeah. But then there's stories that come up that says, uh, what's in store for Oregon State at the LA Bowl? Jonathan Smith, initial thoughts on Utah State, LA Bowl prep. Here it is. Jimmy Kimmel. It's the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. And Jimmy Kimmel from New York? Yeah. 
I don't know. But to sit behind Oregon State or Utah State, so to sit right behind Oregon State's bench at the 50, it's 129. What I tell you, it's trash. And the Utah State one is 108. See? See? We can watch Utah State and Oregon State. I don't want to watch that, but we could. (laughs) I'd rather go to San Diego. San Diego. And see Petco Park. Well, why not watch the New Orleans Bowl with the Raging Cages versus Marshall? The Herd. Oh, because I don't live out in Louisiana. Get some gumbo, get fat like Zion. Yeah. I don't know what Bowl Old Dominion and uh, Tulsa are playing, but they're playing at Brooks Stadium. Where the hell's that at? South Carolina. Oh. Um. What's another close one? Oh, the Miami Beach Bowl. That's close. It's in America. Yeah. The famous um, Idaho Potato Bowl. Kent State versus Wyoming. We can go to... Isn't there one in, like, Arizona? Let's Could go to the Las Vegas Bowl. We can go watch Wisconsin play ASU. Are they playing at Allegiant? Allegiant? They are. They are. That'd be pretty fun to watch. North Texas versus Miami, Ohio at the Toyota Stadium. It just says bowls. I don't I don't know what bowl it is. Las Vegas Bowl. So what's the Vegas Bowl team again? Yeah, Washington, Wisconsin and Arizona State. Yeah, that could be fun. So to sit behind ASU, it's about two twenty four. To sit behind Wisconsin, it's about two hundred, and that's like directly behind them. Directly behind them. Raymond James Stadium in Florida. You can watch the Gasparilla Bowl. UCF in Florida. I would like to watch that. UCF and Florida. Let's just go to Hawaii and watch Memphis play Hawaii. That's just like Christmas Eve. Last home game for Hawaii. Uh, um, let's see. Oh, that Las Vegas Bowl is on a Thursday because it's December 30th. The Crampton Bowl. The, it's, Where's the Outback Bowl at? Outback. Steakhouse? I wish. Bloomin' Onion Jamie. Bowl? That's what it Jamie. should be. The Bloomin' Onion Bowl. Oh, Florida. Raymond James Stadium. It's in Florida. The First Responder Bowl. Liberty Bowl. First Responder was Air Force and uh, Louisville. Louisville? The Armed Forces is Mizzou and Army. I feel like if you're going to play two... Two uh, armed services, I mean, you, you'd think... Air Force would play Army. And the military bowl is Boston College in East Carolina. Someone needs to be fired for making these bowls. The guaranteed rate bowl. Rate? Gu- rate. Oh. 
He said it again. So I was like, whoa, Kevin, we need to relax over there. Guaranteed rate. <laughs> West Virginia, Minnesota. Minnesota. The Shmoo and Virginia are playing at the Fenway Parks. Oh, nice. The Cheese It Bowl, Clemson and Ohio Iowa State. No. Alamo Bowl. That could be something. Oregon yeah. versus Oklahoma. That's, That's on Alamo Thursday Dome. as well. Let's see what else? What else? What else? Bowl season is very exciting. You never know who's going to play in these weird little bowl games. Fill out your bowl brackets so you can make some monies. Bowl brackets. Is there even bowl brackets, or is it just parlays? No, there's bowl brackets. Duke's Mayo Bowl. UNC, South Carolina. Music City Bowl, Tennessee, Purdue. Peach Bowl. That could be fun. Pittsburgh versus Michigan State. Peaches down in Georgia. Yeah, that's shit. Uh, Gator Bowl. The Demon Deeks versus Texas A&M. Nice, nice, nice. Sun Bowl, Washington State, Miami. Uh, Arizona Bowl, Central Michigan, Boise State. Cotton Bowl Classic. That's when we Round start. One. Round one. Round one of the playoffs. And it's played on a Friday. New Year's Eve. At 1230. I have that day off. Yes. So do I. It's gonna be a Maybe good we can do a, a live uh, live recording reaction. Coming to your house? What? Who said that? I didn't say that. What? I didn't. Yeah, what? Coming to my house? What? I'll be home. I That's got what work the that people day. want. What the people want. What the people want. Then we can follow it up with the Orange Bowl. Georgia versus Orange Bowl. Down. Are you picking Michigan on that one? I am. You know, my buddy's a Michigan fan, so I'm going to go Michigan as well. Although I have a strong feeling Georgia might be a little upset about that Bama game. It might take it out on the next person they see. Yeah, but offensively, they can't take it out on anyone, just defensively. D.A. Defense wins a lot. (laughs) It's going to be a defensive game for sure. Then we got the Fiesta Bowl, OK State and Notre Dame. Notre Dame is without their two best players in this game. Because they're sitting out or uh Yep. Yeah. Well it happens if you're not if you're not playing they're for free. The well they're entering the draft. So OK State without any players? Uh no, because no one from OK State is going to the league. Damn. At number nine he's saying that. That's just disrespectful. Uh, no, I don't know. To be honest, I don't. From what I know, oh, we can go watch this game. Which game? It's in Arizona. <gasps> Seat Geek. <laughs> we'll see. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, that's, that's a lot of money. Bad. That's not, it's that not bad. a lot of money. To sit like at the 
25 yard line on Notre Dame side. It's about 230. 230, and you're at like row 34. Or we could sit in the end zone. No, end zone. Mm. I mean, I mean, Kevin, we might have to definitely look into it, at least consider. I completely forgot. Yeah, 230. 230, row 30. Oh, well, we'd have to do row 27, and they're 300 apiece. Mm. Row 34 is only one ticket available. Mm. And row 27 has six tickets available. Well, uh, StubHub. Oh, StubHub. What about StubHub? I wonder if StubHub would have been cheaper for the Chargers game. Yeah, they're about the same in price. Availability is a little, little different. This episode's less about uh, yeah, sorry the guys, football games and more of us planning to go to one. You should go to one of these bowl games, like the Sugar Bowl, Baylor, Mississippi, Ole Miss. Planning Looks a little more expensive. Mercedes Superdome, nice, nice. And the Texas Bowl, featuring no Texas team, LSU and Kansas State. And the Verbo Bowl, I don't know, how, how, did, how do you say the VR Bowl, Citrus Bowl? I think, you said it, I think you said it right, the Verbo. Yeah, at Camping World Stadium. Yeah, I mean, I think corner seats are our best bet. Because they're about 180 to 220. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, we'd like to sit more midfield, but, you know, they're a little more expensive in that regard. So, so, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll talk about it. But I think that's enough for today. Uh, and we can wrap it up. Ball season. Ball season, baby. Um, yeah, I think we'll wrap it up. Yeah. And yeah, and then we'll be back Tuesday. Yeah. We can probably, we can probably do this again Monday. Well, what's your schedule? Well, we'll talk about it after the recording. Yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll get this the next episode out for the Thursday game, whether we do one or two episodes again, depending on the skit, the schedules and how they work out. Um, hope you guys have a good weekend. Enjoy the lackluster of college football. And I won't be watching any NFL because my Steelers lost already, and I'm just going to cry all weekend. Yeah. Football's got a, a good habit of ruining a whole weekend. You know, so it'd be like that. But you guys take care. Kevin, you have a good one. You as well, sir. Bye.